Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Be sure not to miss the following articles on DanaGlennSmith.com, Cross-Contaminating Christ's Gospel, Light Shining in the Darkness, Preaching the Gospel of the Kingdom, and don't miss this article on Warn-USA.com, Kingdom Hope, Kingdom Come. And you sure don't want to miss these WIBR Warren radio shows on warn-usa.com. Called of Christ, Book of Romans, Part 1 of the 31-part Roman series on Sound the Shofar. Prophecy, Christian Persecution on Classic Warren Radio. Lord's Merciful Grace, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 74 on Battle Lines. And don't miss the Warren Radio episodes from previ- previous week. Wednesday Advocacy Show, The Cross and the Cost, Global Gospel, Global World, Believing God, Miraculous Gospel on Warren Radio. Thursday, Isaiah's series, His Watchmen Are Blind, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 177 on Battle Lines. And Friday's Sound the Shofar, Grace Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 1. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. You can get your copy of The Rising on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Angus and Robertson, and The Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to DanaGlennSmith.com and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, and I'm glad to be here. Well, we just got through the 4th of July. 
and uh, the first thing up front that we're going to be doing really really is about what is going on and uh, if there is ever a time tower that we were endangered it's today at this moment oh it that is a fact you see all this plots and plans against America to destroy it and bring it down it's it's heartbreaking and you know in this particular uh, first thing that we're covering it's called the endangered state but the thing that I was looking at is Micah 7 7 through 8 Therefore I will look unto the Lord, I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Boy, amen. Now you see, the thing that, that speaks to me here is when I sit in darkness. You see, Christians are the light of the Lord. And the light of the Lord and his joy and all of his blessings should flow into us. Amen. But when there's judgment or when there is a tax, when people die, when Christians die, there is a darkness there that appears and says, Ha ha, I am stronger. But I like Micah because he says, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy, when I fall. Okay. When I fall. And people do fall. Nations fall. Christians fall. I shall arise. That's the resurrection. I shall arise. When I sit in darkness. Now see a Christian should never be in darkness. But when I do sit in darkness as a result of. Say maybe you live in Nigeria. And we know and we've been reporting. Now Nigeria is as worst it's ever been concerning Christian persecution. And you can actually be in darkness, you know, feeling down, feeling, why is this happening? But it says, Micah says, when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. So when you're sitting there and you are discouraged <clears throat> and you're a Christian, you're discouraged, you're being persecuted, people are dying around you. And it says, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Oh, amen. And that's no matter what situation, the Lord shall be a light unto me and unto you. So don't forget that. Micah 7, 7 through 8. That is such a good verse That is this. Um, very comforting. It you is. Know. It is. And so with that, I'm, we need to start the first one we're doing endangered state America's endangered state of the union is here the attack on the nation we live in is perilous and it is it, it, yes it is it is devious yes it is and it reaches right into the halls of our government it attacks the fabric of who we are. You better believe it. And we have a lot of people that have loud mouths and protests and shove down wickedness and debauchery and all kinds of evil into our presence. And it smothers our nation with this godlessness. So it attacks every fabric of who we are as Americans and as Christians. Every word, every vowel, every action speaks loudly. The message is, and this we know this, don't we, Tower? No, we sure do. We hate your guts. We hate your nation. We loathe your faith. We will take this nation over. We will flood it with people as an army would flood the plains. We will have our way into hell with God. We have rights. And to all of this, I say... We say, and the America that I used to know says, we know in whom we believe. It is not just about America, but our faith, our way of life, the core of what made America great, perilous, deviously endangered America's state of the union today. And yet we will look and we will say, is America in any danger? 
a big question but one that has answers when considering our enemies like ISIS and other radical elements Islamists and also other radicals not just Islamists the answer is yes but for all nations not just America do Russia and China pose a threat the answer is yes and eventually the great powers will wage war against one another in the Far East we have trouble Taiwan Hong Kong where for over a decade now China has claimed more territory the danger is our opposing them on more than one occasion I remember China warning the USA to butt out of their business there scripture tells us in Matthew 24 Luke 21 and Mark 13 that at the end of days nation will rise against nation there will be wars and rumors of wars no doubt we are living in that arena in prophecy so don't forget to check out this article you can read it on danaglinsmith.com you can also find it on warn-usa.com but just do a search for it and you'll find it there America's Endangered State of the Union you'll be glad you read it so read more of this on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com you know that's so true Yes. Sad. Heartbreaking. It is. So we're moving on. Belarus. Now Belarus is is a compatriot of Russia. Because uh, they're the ones that have a that Russia is involved in and they're helping Russia and so again here you got an area that should be okay but it's not and so we're going to be talking about Minsk which is the capital and also the largest city of Belarus now the war that's over there and that is Russia and Ukraine has not expanded into Belarus, but Belarus is still involved because Russia has help from other sources over in the area, and Belarus is one of them. Now, in 2021, the Christians that inhabited their church there, they were invict- evicted from their church building and they were banned from meeting for worship in the church park Minsk's New Life Pentecostal Church has now been bulldozed and of course you can look at it this way thank God they didn't lock all the people up yes and lock them inside the church and destroy it we've heard that before yes we have matter of fact one of those events was in China yeah now now this is the ultimate here so after the eviction of the church from its building in February of 2021 the executive committee the city executive committee of Minsk handed New Life's church building to capital construction management company now you know why they did that because of money yep because the capital construction management company wanted the building and wanted the land. Now they're not writing that in here, but that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to say, you know, if they were really honest, they would say it was about money. It's not about the Christians being Christian. It's about the Christians being Christian and having a building that they want. Yeah. Now the pastor of of the particular church had told forum 18 you know about all of this and forum 18 is a a group of people forum 18 is a 
arena online where they report on violation of all kinds of rights not just Christians others too and so I like to you know forum 18 that's forum the number 18.org because it covers a lot of stuff in Europe and I think they'll even cover stuff in uh, um, <clears throat> Asia and stuff but they're basically the stuff that I see is over you know in in Europe uh, from Russia and all that area in there um, I don't see them covering much in the UK much of that stuff don't usually get uh, get covered and uh, once they got the particular property the company put up guards to protect the building and as soon as the guards were removed people went inside and started stealing stuff from the building that they thought were valuable and without notice in June of 2023 capital construction companies sent bulldozers to destroy the building <laughs> and by the end of the day it was rubble unbelievable Now, the pastor is on Telegram, and so he described the destruction as flagrant lawlessness. God sees everything, he added, and he sees today our suffering, our grief, our pain. He sees likewise today the mockery of the wicked people, and he sees their blasphemy. He warned that God would not leave unpunished those who attack what is sacred. That's right. And see, and this is where that mica that, that's in the other article comes in at. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. And today, more than ever, we see the lights of Christians around the world. And there, there are enemies trying to d extinguish their light. And sometimes they succeed. And they succeed by killing the believers. But see, you can't kill a believer in Christ because the minute you do, they become glorified with the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, Paul says. And see, the thing of it is, when they locked the building, they never allowed New Life Church to get his property out. So that's what all the people were stealing. You know, this is absolutely corrupt. Yes, it is. And, of course, Forum 18 itself, which covered this, couldn't get any more comments from the committee over there why they demolished the church building and why they refused to allow the, you know, the church themselves to get some answers. Well, the answer is simple. They don't want Christian churches and they don't want Christians there and they were able to make some money for the city so that's what they did. I mean living in a, in America as I do you know there are times even in America where you have government interests that steal buildings and land. Yeah we've seen that called eminent domain isn't it? Yeah, yep and guess what this is also happening throughout Europe and uh, you can find it even in the UK and you can find it in the USA today where headed by the Biden administration they're working to introduce global controls on this country and bring it into a hellish scape of globalism so even in America America that was the light for millions now is a place where people come in and we know beyond a doubt that now there's up to 20,000 Chinese troops dressed as civilians in this country. America could go through one of the darkest times it's ever been. 
And there are people, just like piranha or wolves, as they gather around a dying prey, are ready to attack and rip it to shreds so they can get what they want from it. And, but we're seeing this happen around the world as well. And that's why we cover these things during our advocacy show. You know, you can see this happening. Oh, you can. You know. It's coming. It's here. Yep. It's clear as mud. That is, it's on purpose. Yeah. And like they did in Belarius, destroy this church was the goal. And nobody would take credit for it. Everyone passed the buck. And we see this time and time again, no matter what Valerius says. Christians and their churches are targets. And they will be in America as well. Are you ready for yours? Yes. Okay. This is Second Attack Part 1. It's the second attack by Islamist extremists in a short time. And this story comes to us via persecution.org and part one. Ugandan, Uganda suspected Islamic extremists stormed Katakara Angelican Church in Kakumira District, Western Uganda, hacking a church member to death and leaving several others injured on Tuesday. The uh, Kamu I can't say that right. Kamuro Police Chief confirmed the midnight incident saying people were attending overnight prayers when the attack happened. After the night prayers, they decided to sleep in the church. However, shortly after sleeping, people armed with machetes raided the church and started randomly hacking members of the congregation. One died on the spot while others are nursing grave injuries. Others fled the church to save their lives. A witness said, uh, when we were done with the prayers, we slept on the pews and to wait for the morning. The priest went to sleep in his house just next to the church. Suddenly, three men broke into the church and started slashing people with machetes. The first person they found near the door was Brother Mugum. Whom, they, whom was leading us in the prayer session. He had dozed off near the door. They hacked him to death. Eight other people were attacked, but the assailants left before we could get help. And those injured were rushed to the hospital where they are receiving treatment, and they have not established the motive for the attack. And local church leaders say the tension between churches and the local Muslim community has been building over time, and this could be a terrorist attack. The police um, cannot quickly ascertain the nature of the attack since the assailants have not been arrested. But um, some of them claim that the churches are making a lot of noise as if they, as if we do not have mosques here that have prayer five times a day we are not saying they attacked our church but if they were just thieves they would have stolen something They, the three stormed in attacked worshippers and left the dis- church district overseer condemned the Tuesday night attack saying it is an evil from the pits of hell to shed blood of innocent people inside a church We urge the security arms of the government with the support of the community to bring to book these culprits. We are also praying for the families of our member who lost his life as we plan on a rededication of this church since we believe it was defiled by the murder that took place inside. And you know, this attack comes six days after the Allied Democratic Forces, 
the ADF of Congo-based militia group, raided a secondary school in the neighboring district of Cassis, killing 40 students and five community members. Six students were also abducted and taken away to the Congo's forest. According to reports, three of them have escaped their captors and returned to their homeland in Uganda. Okay, that's the end of part one. Yep. You know, I, I just hate this stuff. I do too. You know, and as I was looking at what you were doing, uh, she's going to be doing part two to this. And this is gut-wrenching. It is. Now, we were talking about at the beginning of this, sitting in darkness. That would actually be a good good thing to look at with this particular advocacy. Because these things really put you in darkness and your hate and you're finding death. But remember Christ on the cross in the middle of his suffering facing death. The Lord was resurrected. Yes, and so was. too, as these Thank people the sit in the darkness of all this trouble, the light of Christ will shine on them. He will never forsake them. Amen. And in America and the world who hears this, I urge you to understand what I'm telling you. Revelation 12:11. They overcame, meaning the believers, by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Now see, it doesn't mean everybody is going to be martyred. But the thing of it is, these people here are being martyred and killed. And these are kids. And, and we've seen this time and time again. So now, the next one that we have is another one out of, this is about the Uganda students. And this one comes from International Christian Concern. And I know there's these are closely related, all these stories. Because the ADF is the ones doing it. The Allied Democratic Forces, which is allied with the Islamic State. And we know what the Islamic State does. We covered that as they moved through various areas. Iraq, Syria. We saw their butchery. We reported on them as they kidnapped young women to sell them as sex slaves. We reported as they destroyed and took over villages. And we also reported on the Kurds as other people came to join them and they defeated ISIS. So as we look, we see the enemy, which are the Islamic militants, were heavily armed. They always are. And they're being armed by other powers in this world. And when they attack, they're attacking defenseless people that do not have weapons like they do, that are haven't done anything to them except they're Christians. And they're living their lives. And these people, bloodthirsty devils. And they will be judged for what they do. Yet we see time and again the governments will do absolutely nothing especially nothing major to stop the Holocaust of Christians. It is important to note that there is no one left off the target list time and again. There is women, children, and boys at risk, but especially the men who provide for their families. Now I want you to know something. At the WIBR Warren Radio, we advocate through our radio shows what is going on and urge governments to stop these attacks. 
While they attack many soft targets, they will not usually kill any Islamic people and will take captive any Christians. That is, if they do not kill them outright. Now this is our statement that I've read from the WIBR Warren Radio on this day. International Christian Concerned is the one that also reported on this. And their number was 45 students killed in this attack. The town is two kilometers away from the Democratic Republic of the Congo's border where there's been a lot of fighting. Make no mistake, Congo is in the midst of a war as well. I was alerted of the attack a few minutes after 11 p.m. as screams of the students were heard from our school, said the school's head teacher. I contacted security immediately, but they never showed up till after, till after an hour after the attack had ended. Now that is usual. Yeah, I'm surprised they showed up that fast. Yeah, and the rebels were on their way out. See, now that to me is unconscionable. It is. And I've seen this time and so has Tower again and again and again. The majority of them were killed inside the student residence that was bombed while the others were found dead at the classes doing preps. You know that's just heartbreaking Dana to see all these young people murdered like that when they um, should ha be living a long life you know dedicated to getting the gospel out and and helping others this is just greatly disturbing and gut-wrenching to see these young people killed like that a local motorcycle confirmed spotting the ADF now this is what he says I was riding home after work when I saw a group of about 30 people dressed in jungle uniform but with their heads covered and armed to the teeth. I thought they were our border patrol soldiers doing their usual security checks, but back in my mind I was wondering why they had covered their faces. Little did I know they were the ADFs from the Congo. Ugh. My heart and prayers go out to these Amen. people. Amen. So folks, this is real. These are real people. And it behooves you. Now see, you can help out by donating to these. Now this one here is International Christian Concern. One of the stories that Tara's going to read, Tower's going to read, is from Barnabas Aid. And the one she began with, with was persecution.org. So you can support these organizations and help them to bring financial, food, clothing, shelter, and other help to the people. And they will do that. They have people that risk their lives. We have a full list of many, many different Christian groups who are working around the world to help out. You know, we, we look and we read these things but you see it, it takes a united effort of governments to stop this you're not solving anything by bringing in tons of these people into America or Europe or anything else we need to bring justice to Africa all of Africa we need to be ju bring justice around the world, not the fake justice that the UN brings. Because the UN is a dog. It is unclean. Because you'll find the same ones that allow this kind of persecution to go on and they sit comfortably in the UN pontificating on what they should do to control the world. So be sure, if you're a Christian, 
it behooves you to pray for these people in these areas and right now the Congo is bad Uganda is bad Nigeria is one of the worst right now you need to pray for these areas for the Christians there and put some money on that prayer by giving it to these organizations not just these but if you know of one that's in the area and and they're viable in other words you know they're trustworthy you know they have boots on the ground that's what you need you need someone who can verify what they're doing and has physical presence on the ground who receives the aid to give it to those who need it now got to see how much time we got left oh we've got time left yeah plenty yeah good we're talking about revelation Jesus and dreams this actually comes from an assembly of God missionaries group who tell of Muslims coming to the to the Christian faith after encountering Jesus Christ in their dreams while well, I've got news for the Assemblies of God missionaries it's happening worldwide we have reported on this phenomenon for a long time but the missionaries report now these are AG missionaries and the Assembly of God missionary group a missionary program now I don't know what it is today but I know personally and so does Tower of the Assemblies of God and uh, we are not associated with any particular group we are non you know we're independent and we associate as Christian believers that's the WIBR are Christian believers period in Christ Jesus Yahshua HaMashiach We don't advocate for any church. We advocate for the Christians globally. Now, they have James Bradford, the lead pastor at Central Assembly in Springfield, Missouri. Now, that's Springfield, Missouri is where the headquarters for the AGs are at. And he says that God is answering the prayers of Christians who are praying for Muslims. And they also admit that any Islamic country is a dangerous place for a Christian. And there are few opportunities for open evangelism. But they report Muslims are meeting Jesus in their dreams and converting to Christianity at an alarming rate. Now, we know of stories coming in especially from those that we know of and have seen their work that it's not just in dreams we are seeing physical manifestations of Jesus Christ on this earth we yeah. are seeing physical deliverances by Jesus Christ using I mean it's like you're in the Old Testament and you have the prophets and in the New Testament, apostolic miracles like happened in the time of the apostles. You know, we're seeing these. Um, this isn't new. With the, It may be the first time for the Assemblies of God, but we've been hearing these stories for the last two or three years from other ministries. You know? Yeah. And so I'm glad. I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're. I'm thankful. We're happy now. That this, God is revealing Himself to the Muslim world. Now, missionary Dick Brogdon, uh, it says, I would even say it's the normal experience. It would be accurate to say that Muslims are responding to Jesus in levels we have not seen, we have never seen, not in 1,400 years. Now I don't know where he got the 1,400 years, but the last real time. 
is if you go back to the times of the apostles and then also you move ahead it would probably be two to four hundred years ahead um, that there were still really true miracles going on and he went on to say so many Muslims reject Islam but know that to follow Jesus will cause them everything dreams of Jesus encourage them along the way and give them the comfort that Jesus will be with them though it costs them everything to follow him A woman had left the Muslim faith, but she was so full of hatred. Now, this is coming from the AGs. And this is via CBN, who had talked to these missionaries. She didn't know what to do. She asked God for help. He explained one night she had uh, a dream where she saw a shepherd walking about an empty tomb with a staff. The shepherd walked around it a few times, then he headed directly towards the woman. He had a loaf of bread in his hands, which he broke and offered her, and as he did, he said, Take eat, this is my body. He went on to share that the woman, who knew nothing about the Bible, woke up and contacted a person who she knew was a Christian. He showed her in the Bible where Jesus had said those very words. The woman accepted Jesus as her Savior and continues to serve him to this day. That's Bradford exciting. Said. Thank you, Lord. And so they have a number of stories like that. And you can go over to CBN and look for the story Assembly of God Missionaries. And uh, you'll find it there. You know, those are... It's always encouraging to get these reports. Yes, it is. And the other reports, <laughs> you know, we have to hear those. We have to share in the suffering of the believers. And you may say, why? Because that's what love does. We don't hate anybody, but we do not like the sins. We do not like the corruption. We do not like the murdering of innocent people. We're not going to like it. I absolutely hate the persecution of the Christians. Yeah, we, we don't like it. We hate sin. We hate what they're doing. But we will love the person. And only Christ can forgive. Only he can heal. Only he can deliver. But he warned us about these end times. He warned us in the gospel about those who would hate Christians. We know what they did to the Lord when he was here on earth. And by the way, he's still here on earth. Amen. But in his glorified form. And remember... When he came back and was resurrected from the dead, he didn't appear to his enemies. He appeared to those who loved him and knew him. And that's why it says he's going to come again to those who look for him. Those who don't look for him, he ain't going to appear to them until they find judgment. Then they'll see him. Are you ready for yours? Yes, this is okay. part two of the previous story the second attack part two and this is an from barnabas aid it's an appeal for help for our brothers and sisters in uganda urgent aid needed in the wake of a massacre at a christian school in the kasi district in western uganda and this one young man tells of i had to smear my face with blood from my colleagues when they returned to check on us, they thought I was dead, and that is how I survived. And that is a um, good one. And he was a student who survived the massacre at the secondary school in Uganda on June 16th. He's 18 years old. 
and 42 Christians, mostly students at the school, were murdered when the attackers invaded the school grounds, shooting and hacking victims to death and throwing um, Molotov cocktails, the gasoline bombs on them. And they were thrown into the dormitories, leaving more to be burned alive, their bodies unrecognizable afterwards. Six students were abducted by the attackers, even though three of the abducted were rescued on Wednesday, June 21st. Very few students remain from the school roll of 60 students. The Christian boarding school was viciously attacked by Islamic extremists as the young people were singing gospel songs and worshiping the Lord before they went to bed. A senior Ugandan church leader in the area has told Barnabas Aid that almost 5,000 people have been displaced by the attack, some fleeing to the border, leaving behind all their possessions in desperate need. They live in fear that the rebels can still come for another attack. But the faith of the Ugandan Christians remains strong. Thank you so much for checking on us amidst the trauma of losing both Christian students and adults. We are strong in the Lord, the church leader assured Barnabas Aid. Yet they need emotional healing after what they have seen and endured. And how can you help? Barnabas Aid has, has been asked to help with hospital bills for those injured in the attack, trauma counseling for the survivors and the loved ones of the victims, food, clothing, and practical support for those who have lost everything when they fled. And please pray for our suffering brothers and sisters in Uganda. And if you can give anything to help with their practical and emotional needs, thank you. And you can do that by going to BarnabasAid.org. That is so tragic, Dana. I know. I see it just very it, it, disturbing. It, it really know, it, bothers me. Yeah. It's, it's gut-wrenching. Gut yes. But yet the Lord can bring help and hope. Amen. And that's one of the things that, you know, when we're talking about America, if America falls to those who are trying to bring it down, then you're not going to see the money or the help flowing out of America to help these groups anymore. So we are trusting the Lord to deliver us. Because there's not going to be any other voices. That's right. America is the last bastion that was... And it's not a Christian nation like it used to be. I can guarantee you that. We are lukewarm. Read Revelation. The lukewarm church. You know, they thought they were on fire for God, but he says, you're cold and lukewarm. I'll spew you out of my mouth. They were corrupt. The next one, this is about African Christians. This is from Barnabas Aid. Naomi, a Christian in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Death seems all around us. And she was speaking to a Barnabas Aids regional coordinator about the situation in her country. As kingdoms rise against each other and we endure earthquakes, earthquakes famines and pestilences described by Jesus in Luke 21, 10 through 12, the continent of Africa is in agony. And the jihadi attacks are coming all around them, especially in Burkina Faso. People can't farm. And as you heard in some of these others, granaries and barns are destroyed, they steal the cattle. So the total is at least 11,000 Christians of northern and middle belt Nigeria have died in a hotbed of violent persecution since 2015. 
Now we tell you these different stories and these are coming from multiple places. You know, in 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. And we bring this up because it's more than just reporting. It's more than just telling you these stories. It's telling you that we need your help. Not us here. They don't pay us to do this. We get no money for this. The WIVR Warren Radio has people that help us financially. All that money goes to the equipment. It goes to the websites and everything else to keep the messages going out. It doesn't go into my pocket or towers. The Lord has been supporting us and making a way for us for many years. We're in our 25th year right now. You could say 25th anniversary is this year. And this this story is from Barnabas Aid. And if you would like to help the people there, you can donate to BarnabasAid.org. And please direct your donation to P is in Paul, R is in Robert, 1619 Bless Africa. And that goes to helping the suffering Christians in Africa. So we pray that you understand the motive. We don't want your money. We want your prayers. We want your money, your support, your prayers also to go for these believers suffering worldwide. And there's believers in America that are suffering, but not like this. We need to stop what's happening in America. We need to take our country back. And Joe Biden and his people that are up there have no clue Matter of fact, it was Joe Biden not too long ago that took Nigeria off the watch list. Yeah. And Nigeria is worse than it's ever been. So Joe Biden knows absolutely nothing about what's happening in Nigeria. And those who are woke with him, they're only woke. But they're not awakened to the truth. They don't know the truth. Yeah, they all know what a church is. They know the name of Jesus Christ, but they're about as blinded as you can get. And there are Christian pastors out there like that. And I could go on and on. I could fill hours telling you what we need to do. I've been warning America for many, many years. The first time I mentioned what was coming to America when I told Tower back in the mid-70s. So make no mistake, we've been around for a while. We've been on this path for a long time. And we're not here to mess around. We're not here to abscond with your money. We're here to tell you where your money needs to go to help these believers. And that's the only reason. But one day, make sure you understand this. The microphones are going to be silent. The ministries are going to be silent. Because we're coming to a time... When all hell's going to break loose. Literally. Pray to God. Dear Lord, help us all. Deliver us from the hand of him who wants to destroy us. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, here's a, another uh, continu- continuation of this, um, what you were just reading. Go ahead. Sudan is also racked with conflict. Recent reports placed internally displaced people, or IDPs, <coughs> excuse me, at 2 million people 
with 600,000 fleeing to neighboring countries like Chad and South Sudan. With Christian homes and churches targeted, our brothers and sisters have joined the mass exodus escaping these terrors. They need food, water, and shelter. Some are staying in the open ground. They're in critical conditions. This is, uh, and that was from a church leader in South Sudan on the overwhelming needs of refugees fleeing the war. That's just astronomical to me, those numbers of people that have been displaced and, and fleeing. So if you'd like to give, you can um, give to BarnabasAid.org. To help these, this aid in, in in Sudan and Africa. Oh, all of Africa needs help. And there's sections that are, um, you know, Dana. There's sections that are. I've lost everything. Dana, are you there? Yeah, I am. Well, there's some of this. I, you know, we're moving on from these pro these topics. Yeah. We're coming down to the end of the show, and we've more than given you the evidence today about what's going on. But there's an underbelly of seething anti-Christian hatred. But there's also an obvious presence of our Lord Jesus Christ and the power of God that we see throughout the world at this present time. So do not mistake what's going on. Because I'll tell you, the real enemy will be the mark of the beast. And that's when the real flood of martyrs will begin. So, no matter what the devil gives, no matter what the enemy does, no matter how much blood they spill, heads that they chop off, churches that they destroy, we are more than overcomers through Christ Jesus who loved us and gave his life for us. To die is to live in Christ. And to live today, we live in Christ and for Christ and his purpose. And as brothers and sisters in the Lord, we are joined through faith in Christ. Visit our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Leave us a message. Tower, we're going to get off. Okay. Go ahead and say good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you and we pray for you. Please pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. May God bless you richly for all you do for him, and we thank you. Good night, everybody. And one last moment thing before we go. I want another reminder. Be sure to think about supporting the various aid agencies that have boots on the ground. BarnabasAid.com, International Christian Concern, Persecution.org, and there's many, many more. If you need a list or something, you can go by our website, send us an email, and we'll send you back a list of five or six, and you can make up your line. And you can also do a search online. These organizations you can find online, and they have plenty of places where you can give to help them. And if you can't afford it, that just pray for them. Until next time, may God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. And may he be the light and the hope 
for you today. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.